Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Our next guest is brought to us by Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Nail your Christmas shopping list at Toolkit Depot with a huge range of top tool brands. And joining us is the CEO of the Adelaide Footy Club, Tim Silvers. Welcome to Sports Day, Tim. Uh, Thanks for having me on board. Now, firstly, uh, what do you think Gather Round brings to the state? What does it mean for the state of South Australia? I think it's really exciting. Um, Our Premier obviously was really strong in in achieving it for the state and it puts us on the the national stage and also gives us the opportunity um, to promote footy in this state. Uh, We're going to not play any games in the sample or any junior games, so it's all going to be focused on AFL for that one weekend and we're just trying to get as many fans back to the footy as possible and hopefully there'll be a real flow-on effect um, over the next sort of 12 months into not only participation but also getting fans back to Adelaide Oval because you would have seen post-COVID there's been some hesitancy for that and yeah we're hopeful of just getting some massive massive crowds for, for that entire weekend and we're, we as a club really support it and we can't wait. Did the club play uh, a big part in winning the tender I guess for, the, for want of a better term? Uh, I don't want to overplay my hand, to be to be honest. But we we did we did support the premier and the government departments on who to speak to, uh, what sort of pitches that were probably relatable, and you know how we could pinch it really off New South Wales. Because there's no doubt when it was um, conceived as an idea, it was about giving it to a developing state to promote the game. But the focus then became how could South Australia deliver it and deliver it strong because we're a footy passionate state. And we think we can have, you know, massive crowds for nine games over the weekend. And that means it'll be an enduring success. It won't be just a one-off. We're hopeful that this will continue for the years to come. Oh, that's great. And the Crows kick off on the Thursday night against the Blues. Uh, do you almost guarantee this being a sellout? Or you'd, we'd love to see it as a sellout, wouldn't we? We would. We would. Uh, um, the tickets and the redemptions have actually got, gone on sale today, which... I don't have the actual numbers, but we believe, we believe it's been really strong. We're just really honoured to be able to launch it, launch it in this state, to play the marquee time slot against a big uh, Victorian powerhouse. And we were fortunate enough to knock off the Blues um, uh, towards the end of last year, and we'd love to do the same treatment um, in front of a big home crowd. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, Tim, what about uh, other events around this round? Will there be special dinners and luncheons uh, leading into that Thursday night game? Yeah, it's going to be chock-a-block. Um, I, I don't want to steal the, the thunder of probably the AFL and the, the state government, but it is going to be a full week that includes... Uh, there's going to be dinners, there's going to be conferences, there's going to be symposiums, there's going to be a lot of the AFL partners in town, there's going to be a, a potentially an AFL major event one of the nights, as well as having all 18 clubs in this state for a minimum of three nights, and there'll be a different community, um, there'll be different community consultations, etc., with players, and they'll be expected to go out into the um, 
South Australian community. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be at all levels and I think it's going to be wonderful for our state, like I said. Great, fantastic. Now, the AFL draw, the full fixture, has been released as well and the Crows play four of their first six games at Adelaide Oval. Are you happy with the start and are you happy with the draw overall? Oh, look, it's it's unprecedented to play uh, four games in a row at Adelaide Oval. So we, we think we've got a, a wonderful opportunity um, to play a lot of games in front of our fans, but also improve our win-loss record because we need to be... We need to be tough to beat at home. We need to be strong. We need to make it a fortress. So to um, have those four games is is quite um, unique and something we'd like to take advantage of. And in terms of the rest of the draw, we, we, we requested to play a couple of the big Victorian games, Victorian teams up front. And we've been fortunate that we play, I think, in our first seven games, we play Richmond, Carlton and Collingwood. So really big drawing teams and... Hopefully we can get some of their support over from Victoria and also have a lot of our members and fans there and um, play in front of big crowds. So we're excited by the way our draw starts. We probably would have preferred um, some some slots, some broadcast slots into some night games, but uh, we also understand it's a, it's a tough thing for the broadcasters and the, and the AFL to, to manage that. And I think for us, because it only goes to round 15, the broadcast slots, if we play a good brand of footy that our members and fans can be proud of, but hopefully we can get some some of the night games towards the back end of the year. So just for the people that don't know, there's a club put in a request for how many games you want at uh, certain time slots and certain days um, before the draws brought out and uh, I guess work with the AFL to try and get the best result possible for its fans. Yeah, there's no doubt there's a bit of a negotiation there, but I understand there's a variety of stakeholders. But the, the yeah. key thing is you, you usually only get um, three main requests that, that you work with them on, and some of our key priorities were, were around getting the big Victorian teams up front, so we were able yep. to secure that with the AFL. Um, the, the rest is it is up to the broadcaster sometimes on the time slot. So like I said before, if we can play um, some really good footy, we'll be able to get some of the marquee slots, but uh, we're really happy with the teams up front. You mentioned the win-loss record there. Uh, um, the expectations of the club moving forward, eight wins last year, finished in 14th spot. Do you have a number on how many wins the, the club would like to achieve this coming season? Uh, I, I probably don't want to get that prescriptive, but what, what I do know is that every team in the competition right now when you're starting your pre-season is that you, you aim for finals. And that, that wouldn't be something that we'd shy away from. But our, our expectation internally is that we've got to play a, a more consistent brand of footy. Uh, we need to challenge the best. We need to be more consistent in games. And our kids just need to continue to develop. And we, we think if we can um, structure it that way, um, that our win-loss record will take care of itself. We saw uh, the club. The club has been fairly active over the trade period and bringing Isaac Rankin into the club, which is a massive win. and And the draft overall was was the club happy with uh, where you sit at the moment with the with the the uh, team list. Yes, we yes we were. Like we were our target for for months out before even the trade period was to secure Isaac Rankin, one of the most talented kids to come out of South Australia. So he was a terrific get. Um, we, we gave up our first round pick for him, but we thought that was um, well justified. So to get him into the club, 
only at the tender age of 22 and what he can do, hopefully light up Adelaide Oval, is was a really good acquisition. Uh, we've been targeting Max Piccolini. He's been part of our academies for a few years, so we'd committed to him and we pushed back some of our draft picks for points so that we do, didn't lose our second pick. So um, he was to come in, I think, at pick 17. So in effect, got two high high picks up, up front. And then, you know, a good result for us was to be able to get two more inside midfielders towards the back end of the draft. But in terms of our talent order, both Billy Dowling and both our, both our players that came in and Hugh Bond, um, they, were, they were at the top of our talent order. So um, we, thought, we thought it was a really good result. Gives a bit more depth in our midfield. Uh, has there been a, a focus from the club to concentrate on South Australian players in the, the last couple of seasons, like bringing them back to the club? Uh, no, no doubt it has. You, you can obviously see with um, Jordan Dawson coming in, as well as Isaac Rankin, both ex-South Australians. And, you know, we, they are in our backyard, so we do keep a close close eye on them. And with Billy Dowling, come, captain of St Peter's, a local school here that... We, we do target them. However, it's still when it comes to the crunch, you've got to look at the, the whole suite, the leadership, um, the footy talent. So we, we will put everything into the mix. Um, however, if it, is, if it is a close decision between two and they are South Australian, we, we pick the South Australian first, no doubt. What about uh, the naming of the captain for season 2023? Is there an estimated time when that will be named? Um, it seems we've got a bit of a bit of a run in the press over the last. <laughs> Has week. a little. Um, uh, we, um, it probably doesn't change for us in terms of time. Timing. We'd be looking around that sort of mid-February time when we when we um, uh, make decisions on our leadership group and then also in effect our our captaincy. So uh, nothing nothing probably changes there. Rory Sloan's been a, a magnificent leader for us for for a long long time and he's also recovering from a knee injury and he's doing a, just a wonderful job off the field and also training the house down himself. So we're focusing on getting him back and, you know, making decisions for captaincy uh, early next year. Yeah, well, it's good news for the club that uh, Rory's up and about early in the in the pre-season. Now let's move on to Thebby Oval. It's, uh, it's finally been, been named as your new home. When... Do development start there at Thebby? How far away are we from getting started there? Well, there's a little bit to go in terms of progression with um, our community consultation there. We had some success over the last month where we got approval to move on to the second stage where we had a heads of agreement with the, with the City of West Torrens that's been um, agreed and signed, which was terrific. Now we're going into our master plan redesign with um, a lot of stakeholders that, that are having input. So we're progressing that and we'll progress that over, over the next couple of months. So we're hopeful that we'll get um, our master plan approved around sort of April of next year and be able to pr- proceed with um, delivering and building a new home um, you know, later on that year and potentially start construction uh, early next year, earlier the following year, sorry. And it'll be exciting so for your women's still team. still a way to go. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, but it's good news that uh, you're going in the right direction there. And it will be great news for your very successful women's program as well because they will play the home games at Thebby, won't they, down the track? Yes, oh, couldn't agree with you more. We, we've got the most successful women's team in the competition and I think we're the only club 
in the comp that doesn't have their own home. So it's been a, a focus of ours, not just mine, but, but the entire club to give the girls a home that they deserve. So um, it's a priority. We'd like to be playing our home games by um, August 2025. And, yeah, it potentially um, would just be a boon for not only our club but also the industry. Now, your memberships are up and running as well. And I see on social media there's a... a, a bronze membership like a four game membership will in, which will include the gather round against Carlton um, pretty exciting and, and now's time to uh, jump on board the Crows if people want to become a member isn't it oh, yes the, the backbone and the lifeblood of the club is through their membership base and we had over 63,000 member supporters through last year which was terrific uh, we've just surpassed 40,000 um, pre-Christmas which is a great result but um, if you're a supporter you haven't joined up I, I call out to you to get on board support our club we're heading in the right direction we've got a great coach in Matthew Nix uh, we've got a, some wonderful leaders and some and some good kids coming through so now's the time to get on board and also then redeem your free ticket you get a 12th an extra home game through the gather round so um, you know the the positive around having the gather round in South Australia is that you get a, you get an extra game at no charge. So I'd, I'd love all our supporters to get on board and support the, support the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, great news. And, and look, I want to give the club a little bit of a pat on the back here in regards to Paul Seedsman. You've rookied Paul uh, for the coming season, but uh, he's also had some good news in the last few days. They've had a pub. Yes, yes. Congratulations to uh, Paul and Alice. Um, some some wonderful news. He's had a, he's had a really tough twelve months personally. Um, you know, with these concussion symptoms that have sort of dragged on for the, for the last twelve months, which is, which has been really challenging for him and and Alice and and his family. But he's a wonderful person. Has been a terrific player for us in twenty twenty one All Australian nominee. And you know, we're going to get it. Hopefully, get him back and going and be with us uh, in season 2023. Mate, that's, uh, it's great news. And again, well done to the club for supporting uh, supporting one of the very good players at the club, Paul Seedsman. Uh, Tim, look, thanks for your time. I know you're a very busy man leading into Christmas. Have a nice uh, break over the Christmas and New Year and uh, all the best uh, when uh, we hit 2023. Thanks, guys. Love to speak to you in season 23. Tim Silver's there from the Adelaide Football Club and uh, the Crows, they're on the way up.